Blog Talk Radio. Because we know Terry is the newbie, so we're going to welcome in Mr. <laughs> Daniel Terry so we can get this started. See, see, now you can let the little jitters go, Terry. It, it, it <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was saying last time, I'm them, ready. them jitters ain't no joke. Them <laughs> nah, I'm ain't ready. No joke. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to uh, these episodes, this one's particular, get things going and uh, See what we can do. Create a great dialogue and uh, have a great show. And on top of that, y'all, the first topic, we are going to knock it out. We're going to talk about sports because we may not come Mm -hmm. back to sports for a minute Mm -hmm. because I already have a podcast that's sports. And with this podcast, we really just want to give y'all – I don't want to say free game, but free game. We really want to give y'all free game because I think at all, you know, everybody always talk about, oh, you know, what about this? Or, oh, what about that? Or why nobody give this? Why nobody supporting black businesses? You're going to get all that right here. So we tell you to get your paper and pen out. Get your paper and pen out because, this is the time for everybody to want to be in that elevation mode. We about to grow with this podcast. So, yes, ma'am. let's get it started. Today, topic is does sport have too much influence in our community slash culture? Right. I want to say right. yes and no because mm-hmm. I feel like Certain people only think that the only way to get out is by sports, and there's so Mm -hmm. much more. Not everybody wants to play golf. Not everybody wants to run track. Not everybody wants to play volleyball. Not everybody wants to play basketball or football. But it's some brainiacs who can run a business. Mm -hmm. Why are we always pushing sports as the thing to get out sometimes? Well, in, in my mind, it's it's the quickest way to riches, right? So yeah. we, we perceive it as one big contract can change a whole family's life in a sense. So we yeah. believe that, right? Yeah. You know, which is not always the case. You know what I mean? Right. And being that only a small percentage actually get there, so if we have a, a, a thousand kids born yeah. today, right? Yeah. Out of that thousand kids, five hundred athletes, right? Out of right. that five hundred, one hundred and fifty are uh, what we call dudes, right? Which are kids that yeah. have that type of capability, sports-wise, right? So right. from a very young age, when you're talented in a sport, 
your life changes in a sense. You don't know it changes. It becomes your life because all of a sudden people giving you rides and people moving things out the way for you, right? Because you're yep. talented. Yep. Right? So then as a parent sometimes, depending on, you know, one situation, uh, that's your ticket. You may not even verbalize that or say it in your head, but sometimes, right. you, th- you know, you, you oh, my kid is really talented, and I understand the, yep. the thought process. But I think it's something that's needed because I'm a believer in sports and what it does for, for a young person, you know, and, and, and how it conditions them uh, uh, to be able to deal with failure and deal with uh, taking losses and overcoming and work ethic and discipline and all of those things. I, I think it is very important in a young person's life, period, whether they're great at it or not. Um, yeah. But when I say it's oversold in communities like where we come from, yes, and when I still hear the conversations like uh, it's either this or the streets, my mind says, okay, so the previous generation, the parents of these kids or grandparents of these kids, right? will we consider that a failure? These are still my kids' only options. You know what I mean? Like if he don't play right. basketball, football, what have you, then he's going to – be a criminal in a sense, like right. I don't believe that's the case. But to to, to your point, um, it, yeah, it, it's it's too important. It is important, and it should be. Yeah. But it's too important, and it's in today's world, it's not nearly the only way, you know, to to reach success. You know, some level of success. So that, that's my thoughts believe, on that. Yeah, and I and I also believe that. You can get a trade and you can be making money and learning how to do your, you know, have your own business. Right. You can be a magician and you can have mm-hmm. a, a, a cool life. Absolutely. You can still get out, you know, and, and sometimes I think people push the sports because they maybe don't want their kid living paycheck to paycheck. So they feel like Maybe do sports because it'll put you in a different, uh, in a in a different dynamic zone than than me. It it it'll have right. you you'll you'll be able to travel more. You could do this. You won't be living paycheck to paycheck. I can Maybe. do that, right? You know. So then, so we look at it like this: if you're not financially literate, right? Yeah. If if that's not coming along with those good contracts, or you know. We look at the Tom Brady's or the Emmitt Smith's or the the guys that played ten years made a boatload of money, but that's not most of them. The, right. The, the life just used for the NFL, for example. What do they say? I I don't. I should have googled it, but I want to say it's sixty five percent or so file bankruptcy within five years of retirement. So what that tells you is they made some money, or or you know not the money that we think they make. Right. When you when you right. add in taxes and people you have to yeah. pay and maybe family that you're uh, looking out and taking care of, right? Yeah. So that million dollars a year is now uh, 360000 right? Yeah. And yeah. if you're not financially uh, literate, then that 360000 is, you know, you done, you done tricked off a half of that, right, All, on whatever, yeah. jury yeah. or cars or what have you. So now you're working with 150000 right, which is a good yeah. job. Right? When yeah. you look back yeah. at it, 
it's a that's a good job, one hundred fifty thousand yeah. a year. So how are you any different? Can you are you paycheck to paycheck? Then you are. You are. You know what I mean? In a sense, you are. You become that. You shouldn't, but you do. So yeah. Um, it's a way, but the reality is most don't make it. You know, and then what? Yeah. What's your next step in in all? But, you know, a a lot of things that I want to say black community. Why? Because I'm black and I can only speak on my community. But I think a lot of us don't take the time to really sit down with your athletes Mm -hmm. to help them have money after the fact. You get what I'm saying? Because if I'm bad with money, how am I going to help you be good with money? But Why I can give that? you my okay. perspective. If I'm bad with mm-hmm. money, I can give you my mm-hmm. perspective on how not to go down that road. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to teach them how to pick the right, the right accountant who's not dipping in your money. You should always know where your money is going. If you don't know where your money is going, mm-hmm. how, how you know? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, you should always know where your money is going. And it's okay to tell people no sometimes. It's okay. It's okay Everybody most of the time. Payroll. Big pitch. Yeah. Right. So I, I read an article uh, recently, maybe a month or so mm-hmm. ago, where it was speaking to how some races, they get some money and, you know, it's, I'm going to pay off dad, mom and dad's house or buy them a new F-150, right? Right, right. A lot of times we get some money and we got to raise a whole family out of poverty. You you understand what I'm saying? So that's a whole different burden, burden, you know what I mean, where I got cousins and aunts and my mom and my grandma, you know, and my sister and my brother, and I feel obligated to change all of their lives, right? Right. You know what I mean? to where others may have a middle-class working family, not rich, but the parents own a home, they got a pension or yeah. a retirement, or they got a small business or whatever it is. So you paying off my truck or, or, or part of my mortgage or all of my mortgage, which I may owe, I owe 200000 on my house and it's paid for. What does that yeah. do for a, a, a family looking to retire that's middle class? I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a car note. I retire yeah. comfortably, right? You yeah. know what I mean? So you, you changed my life in that sense, right? So, right. But but when I got to take care of 15 people, or I feel like I do, I don't have to. It's not my obligation, but I feel like I do, right? Right. Um, then that million, two million I made, where is it at? Yeah. It's not invested. You know, it's not multiplying. It's It's gone. Yeah. You know, so... I think those conversations, like you said, and having those conversations with your kid and uh, the financial conversations, conversations I didn't have as a young man, you know what I mean? I didn't right. yeah. uh, uh investing, you know, things I'm learning now, you know what I mean, yeah. over the last however many years. So um, are we still preparing our kids for the same cycle? You see what I'm saying? So we had a conversation, right. but, but being that I deal with kids, I hear the same conversations. Yeah. So they're still unprepared. You know what I mean? Now, so now let me ask you a question. Right, that mm-hmm. part. But let me ask you this. 
do you think, like, we know that the NFL, if you are blessed within that 1% of athletes to mm-hmm. go to the NFL, we know that they prepare, they, that you have a class on, on your mm-hmm. money. You know, we know mm-hmm. that, like, you find out every every state y'all play football in, you getting taxed. It ain't just, yeah. oh, I live in California, and that's the only place you're getting taxed at. You're getting taxed right. at every state that you play a game in. So mm-hmm. I think that those classes should really start when athletes are in high school because yeah. now you're learning, okay, I'm going to go to college. In college, it can help you with your stipend because mm-hmm. you get those stipends. Some people have to, you know, help help at home. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But you can put yourself no, on a all. budget. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I know for me, I had to be like, you're going to go on a budget. Like, I, I have my – I opened a certificate. Put so much mm-hmm. amount of money in this certificate every time you get your stipend. Mm-hmm. You cannot touch it. Because I feel like if I don't teach you that, you're going to run through it. And then, okay, you got a great education, but I want you to leave mm-hmm. with some money in your pocket too. I don't want you to just leave right. that great education. So I did an e-certificate, and I was like, you're going to put this amount of money in every stipend, mm-hmm. every one, even if I got to transfer it. But I'm trying to get them to understand you have to do these things. Don't always look for me to do it. You have to do it. Because right. at the end of the day, you want to be like, oh, okay, I got interest off of that money that I got. Just give me the interest and roll that money back over. Because it's out of sight, yeah. out of mind. Yeah, you got when you, when you, when you, it's coming in, when you're getting an NFL, NBA, whatever your salary is coming in and getting paid every week, and you, yep. that's hitting your check, but it's going out just as fast, right? And then you look up, yeah. and you're like, oh, how did I go through? You don't even know how I go, where it went, who it went to. Yep. Uh, did you pay, you know, did you did you buy anything that a, that's yeah. an asset? Did you just spend it, you know? Are they yep. robbing you? Or do you know what the books look like? Or You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that all comes with learning and watching your money and being able to watch it and everything should go through you. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You you, you have an accountant, you have a financial advisor, what have you. But before you cut a check on my behalf, before you do anything on my behalf, I need to sign off. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Need to be two but, signatures. But to go for, yeah. But to go even further than that, I need to know what I'm signing off on. Right. Because yeah. if I sign off, a lot of times you say, hey, they'll sell you. This is their business. This is what they do for a career. Yeah. So they know how to bring it to you and be like, this is a great yeah. investment, yada, 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 yada. You know, you can make this as a return on that over this amount of time, whatever it is. Yeah. You need to know. That need to make sense. It sound good and you trust in them, but how are you trusting them? You don't know them either. So yeah, it need to be a, 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 a you know, uh that guy, I mean, you have somebody else that you check that with as well, and then eventually, hopefully, you you, you informed and educated enough to know what the number is supposed to look like and what the percentages are supposed to be and where this is supposed to go and what you're signing and what's the return and how long and 
what's the chances of you getting taken an L or whatever that is, um, you learn how to and do that, you know, if you don't know how already. Because I think if you don't know it, mm-hmm. you're going to find that you're going to be looking back like, what did I do with this money? You know, it's right. so quick to for your community, you know, for for sports to be the, the influencer in your community. You got to get out. Mm-hmm. You got to get out. You got to get out. But in that you got to get out, are you preparing them for when they get out? Right. Because you got you got girls, you got clubs, <laughs> you yeah. at the strip club, and even with that. Every distraction. You got to go to college where everybody know your stats before you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have all these distractions out there. How are we preparing our young men and our young women going to the next level? Yeah, you're telling them they got to get out, but are you preparing them for what they see when they get out? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, are 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 they yeah. being prepared? Because with with yeah. young yeah. men, them girls is they flying through. They, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that started. And, and, and it could be know? with with, just, with young women too. But yeah, I'm just saying with those young men, they coming. You better not be the number one recruit going, because good God. No. But if you prepare these young men and these young women that go to that next level, then they know, okay, and it's okay to party. Let me tell you something. You in college. Get your party on. Just Have be smart time. about the party. Yeah. Just be Have smart. Yep. Enjoy Everything it. Make memories. But be smart. You know, I'm not naive. Agreed. I tell my son, don't let nobody take no picture of you with no red cup in your, in your hand. That messes right. up your brand. Like, we right. got to be honest with these kids. You are your brand. You, you are, are your, brand, your brand. Period. And, if you so, want to get ahead, you want these NIL mm-hmm. deals. See, now it's the NIL. But you are That's your what I'm about brand. To get to. Yeah. You're your brand. Yeah. Speak to when you talk about our community specifically. Right. Um, and, we, and, and, and you hear people talk about the NIL stuff, right? Right. And the caps you want, you know, you have one person, one, one, some, some people that say, "Well, I think it need to be a cap." Yeah. So when when I hear that conversation, even that thinking is illogical, right? How many opportunities yeah. do you have to make this amount of money off your popularity right. or whatever it is, right? Right. How do we cap that? You know what yeah. I mean? Why would we cap that? Yeah. Even if he, even if the kid flame out. Before he flamed yeah. out, they thought he was worth two million, right? Like anybody else, when a tennis player projected at fourteen, thirteen to be the next Serena Williams, they get compensated, even if they never reached that stature, right? They got compensated already. So why would we put caps on football players, right? And sometimes it's for lack, you know, just to be honest, it's. You know, yeah, majority African American, and and then you go to take it a step further. It's us too thinking. We think small in a sense. So, 
we think, how are you protecting? You're not protecting them. You, if you raise them, right, then you instruct them how to deal with that money. You know what I mean? Are you put the If you can't, then you put people around them that can. You know what I mean? That can educate you or educate him or her and how to handle that money and how to make it work for them. So if right. it don't work out in the next two, three years, you got a great start on life. You yep. know what I mean? If I leave college and I never touch an NFL or an NBA game and I got 200K sitting in a hole uh, and maybe I have some investments out here as well, maybe I bought a couple of properties, or, then that's a great start to my life. That gives me the ability to choose what I want to do and not have to do this or have to do that. You know what I mean? So that's freedom, right? That's what I feel yep. is freedom, like the, yeah. the, the opportunity to make choices that's in your best interest. You know what I mean? So yeah. when we put a cap, I don't believe in that. If if somebody, the market is going to dictate what you're worth, what they yeah. believe you're worth, right? So yeah. if the market says I'm worth $3.5 million as an incoming freshman to USC, then I'm yeah. worth $3.5 million. You yeah. know what I mean? Why yeah. would I tell, why would I say, Oh, that's too much. They only should get two hundred K and the rest right. they should get no. In no other right. industry, sports are do, do they do that? Why would we do that to only that's an opportunity? Yeah, you don't get an opportunity to touch that much that much money nah. uh, at one time. So no yeah. no caps for me. If if they if they if Ford feel like and Chevy and uh Google and Amazon collectively feel like I'm worth ten million over yeah. two years, then I want ten million over two years. And hopefully I live up to it. But if I don't, it's business, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And if they well, right give now, me ten million, yeah. they're getting something out of it too. Right? Right now we got Kevin Barber. Can you hear me? Right now we got Kevin Barber who yeah, wants yeah. to come up. So I'm gonna bring okay. him in. He texted me. Good, because I didn't know how to do it. I said I was going to ask you, but I didn't know how to do it. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> I'm like, let me yeah. ask you. Hey, hey, what's, what's going on? <laughs> how you doing? Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm good. I was listening in, and I wanted to, um, I guess, maybe back you guys up a little bit, talking about the financial literacy part of getting kids in sports, right? Right. I okay. think one of the things that one of the things that we miss is that, you know, as, as you, you being a sports parent. This this should start when the kids in Pop Warner, and I know that that seems early, right? Right. But that's where the financial mm-hmm. part starts for the family. Right. The, right. the family's putting this money out. It it, it does cost. You guys know it's not cheap. Yeah. Nope. You right. Your child in football, right? So for the right. child, without parents having these conversations with this child, not necessarily that. I I mean that young everything, but there's responsibility that has to come with it. Hey, look, I just bought you a pair of gloves, and you lost a pair of gloves. This is how much those yep. gloves cost. Them right. gloves is yeah. forty five ninety yeah. nine to sixty four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You're right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so if you start counting it from there, then you, it mm-hmm. seems like sometimes you could put the, the parents have put themselves in a position to, because of the prestige, because yeah. of they feel like their child is that great of a player and they're looking mm-hmm. for the big payoff in the end, which can be a double-edged sword, really, as far as, you know, the motive. You want your kid to do well, but 
my kid is going to be great and make all this money without mm-hmm. teaching them at young. They just think that they're, you're just doing something because they want to do it. Right. So, right. So then as right. they get older, they're used to the parents shelling out these large sums of money. Oh, I, I need to go to camp over here. Oh, I want to be on this traveling team. Oh, I want to do, you know, this and that. Then by the time they get older, they really don't know what it costs to get to me. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. And if the true story. And if unless you're having unless you're having these conversations with the parents, the parents are having these conversations. Now the mm-hmm. parent could could somehow um, get into the process of, of feeling like um, they have expended all this money, all their child's life to be yeah. able to have these opportunities. And you don't even know if that's what the child really wants in the long run. Now, that's the truth, you know, Kevin. That's, that that's is real. the truth. Because we <laughs> but, put but all this, man, mm-hmm. you put all this effort in, oh, you're going to do this, this, that. They may not even like it. It's because you like it. Right. But that's let me give you a scenario about what Kev said too it's kind of to go with that but say uh, you got a not specifically to, to, to single out a single mom but just say it's a single mom maybe she's on welfare she's, she's having a rough go of it right yeah very talented son he can go make some money NIL early so what about the scenarios where the kid is the man of the house you know what I mean so how is that finance? There's no financial guidance, right? There's no, he runs the situation because he's the bad. You know what I mean? He's in position to change their situation. So, but he's still 17. You know what I mean? He's still 18, 19, whatever it is. We know that happens. You know what I mean? So who, who guides him? You know what I mean? What, what things are in place to help kids like that have some type of resource in it? somewhere they can talk to to help get, you know, help them navigate that situation, man. And and, and uh, that's an issue as well, you know. That's an issue as well. So yeah. it's complex. Well, I think there's programs you know I mean? out there. That, yeah, there's I, I programs think, out there, but it goes, yeah, yeah. To, it, it, goes to, it goes to anything else right now. You're not going to – if um, I told you um, my son is not an athlete, he is an academic. Right, mm-hmm. right, and the schooling that he goes, the school that he goes to, or whatever, these are all financial decisions that had to be made that we are conscious of, um, you know, every month because you got to pay the tuition, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's an investment, right? So you want to talk to them and know exactly what it is they want to do. Now, let's think about on an academic side real quick. I'm going to use it as an example. Would I be up to someone coming in to my household and saying, hey, look, you know, you're um, you're spending this much money on your son's schooling. Let me show mm-hmm. you how to get the most of that. I, I, I think okay. I would because I'm like he's an academic. He needs to learn. Right? right, he needs to know these things. I also am around people that feel the same way about sports. I also know a ton of people that feel like they don't want 
their kid to be influenced by some of this stuff because it's going to take away the influence that they have over their child of making it big. So that's where the complexity Mm -hmm. comes in at. The parents aren't, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I want to be there. No one else got my son here but me or, you know, my daughter and all that. And, you know, you have to look at the, the real financial literacy of the parents just because people can make money doesn't mean that they, you know, they're the best at talking about it. You can spend it, but can you plan for the future? Right. But let me ask right. both of you guys something. Just totally agree. from, I'm a female, and I'll get you guys as a male perspective. Do you think mm-hmm. it is a good thing? Well, I know the answer, but do you feel like it's a good thing where people are pushing, oh, you got to do this? You gotta, you gotta make it in this. Like you're pushing it. So now, is that child under so much pressure because you've been telling them since youth football that they gotta make it? I don't think. Well, okay. So I feel like this: anything that you dedicate yourself to, that you say you're passionate about, that you say you love, has got to be an investment, right? A sweat. Some sweat equity, right? Some time equity. You got to put some time in. So I'm with pushing that. Hey, if we're going to do this, then we're going to try to make it happen. We're going to try to not necessarily saying, okay, so if it's a football, my son plays football, right, and he's, he's, he's talented or something. And no, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be having no NFL conversation with him if he's in youth for high school. You know what I mean? Hey, if we can get to college and they get paid for it, and that's awesome. I would definitely have that, but this is what you're going to have to do to get that to get to that goal, right? But putting that pressure on them to change to change uh, the trajectory of your whole family in a sense, because a lot yeah. of times the people that do that is for those reasons, right? So yeah, it's one thing I wanted to touch on too that this is going to lead into is the mental health of that of yeah. a kid under that much duress. Because you start feeling, you may not feel it in youth, but you start feeling it in high school, especially in yeah. today's era with social, with social media. You know what yeah. I mean? And you get to college, and you went to college, and you was a four-star, and all of a sudden you're somewhere, and it's tough. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And I sell it. it look yeah. how many kids. Uh, back in the day, if you played in your junior year, that was awesome. Your senior year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Now, the expectation is, uh, as a freshman, you're supposed to be the starter at USC or Oregon or wherever. Absolutely. In the beginning. You know, in the beginning, because you were good in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's one thing yeah. I know I always talk to the kids, and I tell them every level you go, it's not high school. These grown men yeah. out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get to college. Yeah. You know, they don't care about what you did for uh, uh, poly high school. That, no. that don't matter when you at Texas. You got to prove it all no. over again every day. All over so yeah. yeah, we do put too much pressure a lot of times. Not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people do put pressure, and you don't know what that's doing to your kid when he's laying in his dorm and he's feeling like he's yeah. sad. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. And so yeah, so I would say yeah, we do do well, that. Not in all cases, obviously. But go ahead, Kev. Well, you know, from from my experience right now, because you know. My fiance son plays football. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in a very good school. That's tuition. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paper camp. We have driven him from 
one part of California to the next, <laughs> right? Yeah. To participate in camp. Yeah. Also pay for tutors. Also hold him accountable for the academics, right? Yeah. You're not going to walk in this house with a, a C talking about you got a big game uh, next week. No. You're yeah. going to bring that grade up. So I think that yeah. it comes, there's where it comes into the, the balance. No, you have pressure as a child, right? Yeah. But if you, mm-hmm. as parents, you have to be able to balance that out, you know, mm-hmm. um, for the child. So they know that, okay, you have to do this and you have to do this and give them a yeah. backup. So you, you're Absolutely. training them to have a backup. Anything could happen in sports, right? Yeah. Like you, yeah. they yes. play a game, they come home talking about my knee hurts. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you also got you also got A's and B's on your report card. So now let's start focusing on as we're focused on football. Let's focus yeah. on what you're going to study in college. What is your career? Yeah. Going to be if this doesn't yeah. pan out, you know. And I, I'm yeah. watching that in action right now. And Daniel, you you brought up you know, you know, single mothers and stuff. And this this is for single mothers. It's for single fathers. It's for two parent households. Balance yeah. that out, and don't put the weight on the, that weight on those kids' shoulders to say, you know, hey, you have to make it because then it does become a job for them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And when they're young, yes. you want it to be fun so that they're willing to learn. We all know yeah. that mm-hmm. when you're in a job you don't like, you don't want to learn. You just no. You just be like, I'm here, whatever. I'm here to collect yep. a check. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Kevin, then, we want so to say. We want to say thank you for coming on. I'm pretty sure you'll be back thank next you for week. Me. Um, and yeah. thank you for appreciate your you, perspective. We appreciate it, Kev. No yeah, problem. Have a good one. For sure. All right. Okay, our next guest, Terry, is. Did you say Tiagi? Yes, Pianki. How are Tiaki. you tonight? Hi, How are so, you? Let us know what your thoughts is on the sports having too much influence in our communities. I think it does. <clears throat> I think there's no uh, – well, you can look at the data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The data when it comes to academics in the in the urban area, the, what we call the hood, those schools. Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. some high schools that may have 1,200 students, and the math proficiency – is less than 5%. Some of them is less right. than 1%. 14% can read out of a whole class. Of, of Look at Philadelphia. Uh, one year they had 3,800 to take the math proficiency test, and only, what, about 13 or 18 passed out of 3,800? Mm-hmm. Right. That is totally ridiculous. And here's no. the thing. How many young people was expended to produce one LeBron James. Yes. The percentages say, yeah. Yeah. His I parents. Hundreds to one. You had mm-hmm. parents had to get their child to practice, had to get their child to tournaments, had to uh, get them to this, that, and the other. And in the long run, only he was the one that went to the big stage. And you're mm-hmm. talking about thousands that's expended. Thousands. Yes. You pass by some yes. of these inner city practice fields. Eight thirty mm-hmm. at night you got kids out there practicing. 
and haven't mm-hmm. done any homework, it shows. You got them in the gym shooting 100 free throws, but they don't go home and do 100 math problems. They become proficient right. at that. Right. You follow me? So, yes, it's too much, I think. And I some of the gentlemen said, I think the last call said, so he put emphasis on his child, academics and sports. Yeah. My child, my grandson, academics. He had to keep them academics up. Right. And then he played a sport that was not typical. He played baseball. He played baseball at LSU. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's it's just, it, and I, if I had my way, it wouldn't be any contact sports in football until you was a sophomore in high school because you're killing mm-hmm. these kids. Everybody liked to see, ooh, look at that hit. Them little bodies That's a whole out other there. topic. That's a whole yeah. other topic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Them, yeah. And them I'm a little bodies. Head, man, but, and I have a 13-year-old that doesn't play. And because of my background and what I do, you know, I train athletes. I have a football program. I don't. Mm-hmm. My son doesn't really care to play, and I don't care if he plays or not. He gets straight A's. He's a 4.0. Um, I know there's other things for him to do to be successful. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't push it at all. I don't live through him. So I know I, I get friends and people that, man, when you, you going to play DJ play? Man, I don't care if he play or not. Like, I really don't care. You know what I mean? In the back of my mind, the more and more, the further I go along, I don't really want him to. You know, and that, that's just the truth. And speaking to what you said, uh, it's a violent sport. You know what I mean? And we know the risks associated with it. Uh, but, I, you know, I love it still. You know what I mean? I do. And I'm appreciative to it, but at the same time, um yeah, it's, it's 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 the older I get, the more I get. I struggle. You can with that see it the older you can see it yeah, when you get man. older. You were younger, yeah. you couldn't see it. Nah. And what you're doing is breeding these young people to become a proxy for the NFL and the NBA. That's what they are, and they bring them out and take them through assessment. And if they don't mm-hmm. like what they see, they get rid of them. Well, why come you don't assess your child and see if their ability lie in chemistry, their ability mm-hmm. lie in math, their ability lie in physics? And that yeah. can be done. But, yeah. they, we, but, but parents don't do that. It, it's not conversations that are had. Like, what are your, I think I had, when I had my, uh, uh, I'm more than an athlete event, we spoke to that. Like, those other interests, I have a kid, not my kid, but say I have a kid that's a great artist, but he's also a great basketball player. Most times, the basketball is what's invested, you know what I mean, and not him potentially being some type of engineer and drawing blueprints, you know what I mean, and doing that type of stuff that he can work all over the world for all type of companies and make unlimited amounts of money potentially. So, yeah, you pick what you want, you know what I mean, sometimes, and uh I feel like we do kids a disservice by not speaking to them. Well, you can tell when they go to college. Look at your historical Mm -hmm. black colleges. You only have five at any given Mm -hmm. time that have a graduation rate above 50%. Mm -hmm. Now, what did that mean? I mean, that's in six years. That's not four years. It's in six years. 
So right. at six years, wow. that household, that parent has to pay 50% more for a four-year degree. They got to go six years rather than four. Right. See where all this yeah. stuff equates? I'm going to let yes. you guys go. Good conversation. Uh, put a lot of emphasis in it, and uh, let's see what we can do to help change things and make it better. <laughs> Thank yes, you sir. for coming appreciate on. You, we man. appreciate it. Appreciate you. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. So the the thing is, what advice could you give a parent not so much telling them what to do with their child, but from your experience, what advice could you give a parent when their kid, let's say they could see that kid and they could be like, oh, this kid got it. What's the advice you would give that parent so they don't put the world on that little kid's shoulder in youth, you know, at the youth age? Uh. I think even if the world is not open to you, sometimes the, you know our generation, our generations previous to us, uh, yeah, the the, th- the thinking is limited, right? Not and yeah. not to their own fault, but it's just limited, yeah. right? They, they, you know. So if the world is not open to you, find a way to open it to your kid, and yeah, and see what they find out, and see what they, because these kids are smart. These kids, the internet is powerful. For all the negative that comes from it, there's some great things there as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. just try to expose them and have different conversations. Uh, I had, like I said, I'm, I'm going to end it with this, but I had a, during COVID, I had a group of kids. My wife was working in, in New York with the, the nurse and stuff uh, yeah. when an outbreak happened. And I had a group yeah. of kids at the house. And I always share the story. And, and two of these kids, that were out the house potentially trying to go to the NFL the next year, right? right? And we sitting down at my table. They end up, we were training, and they end up just standing, standing with me during the week. And I, I was like, I don't want to talk about football. You know, I wanted yeah. to talk about, I know y'all love this, and I know what your goals are with this. Yeah. But if it don't work out, you know what I mean? Two of them already got mm-hmm. degrees. Um, yeah. Which is awesome. But just to create that dialogue, and if it don't work out, plan for it not working out. You know what I mean? Plan yeah. for it not working out because the chances, those are higher than the chances of it working out. And that, right. that, and that, that, that's not to discourage you chasing it. Chase it fully. But we know the numbers say it's not going to work, and it's not based off you not being talented enough. Other things come into play. So when it doesn't, you're not you so already have what's next. Right. You know what I mean? You, you should already be working on what's next before it doesn't work out. That should be something yeah. you're doing anyway. You know what I mean? Anyway, and you see the players that have other interests, other passions, yeah. they're able yeah. to walk away from the game when they want to. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Not some really of them in the prime of their career. Yeah. yeah. And some people yeah. got to keep playing because they didn't take care of their money. Or they yeah. don't know they have. This is what they've been geared to do for twenty five years of their life. And yeah. what am I going to do at 32, 30, mm-hmm. 29, 28, yeah. with the bulk of my life to live? And I've never had any other interest in life other than football. football. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that's so, true because you can go play football, basketball, baseball. You can do all those things. 
but take mm. that money and start investing it. Like the motto in this house, make money while you sleep. Make that money because if you want to walk away from whatever that sport is, you still know your family is going to be taken care of. And when I say your family, I mean eventually your your son or daughter will get married and have their own family. That's their right. primary goal. Mm-hmm. So everything you do is on that primary goal and making sure that your family is set. Mm-hmm. We need to start mm-hmm. saying more to our young athletes, generational wealth. Stop kicking them. Stop mm-hmm. telling them at 18, 19 that they got to go get an apartment. No. Sit your mm-hmm. ass still a little bit. You don't need to go get no apartment. You need to sit here. If you have a job, you need to stack that money. Take that yeah. money go buy you something. But right now, here's your plan. Let's not be afraid to keep our kids home. You ain't got to take all their money, but you can make you can have them pay a utility bill. Write down a plan for them. And say in right. six years, in five years, where do you want to be? Oh, I want to own a house or I want to have a, a duplex. Okay, let's start taking that money mm-hmm. and planning. And they can still and play their sport. Having them involved with the making of that plan is, is crucial because they got to be able to think for themselves. Yep. You know what I mean? You, you just want to guide them. You don't want to do it yep. for them. You want to guide them. Right. Yep. And for them to have input and have to think and create and understand. You know what yep. I mean? Because at some yep. point, you, you, you're not here tomorrow, and they have to think for themselves. And they got to make right. those decisions, those financial decisions, day in and day out. So. And, and, and who you surround yourself with and who you pick for a partner and all of those things come in play. You know what and I mean? And don't tell everybody your moves. Yeah. You don't have to tell everybody your moves because it's always going to be someone who's going to be like, well, will that work for you? You ain't got to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I agree with you. Keep your circle small. Uh, keep it small. And I, I, I'm going to say this and end it with this. That if you do touch some money, it's about job to kind of prepare them to handle it. But more importantly is, I think you said it earlier in the show, the ability to say no. When you yeah. said you don't always have to say yes, I feel like most of the time you should say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the people you love sometimes drain you, and if – if I'm going to help, then give me the respect that come come with a plan. If I'm in a position to help you better yeah. yourself, then you should have enough love for me to come with me with a plan and not just, can I have $100,000, $20,000, $10,000, whatever it is. I want you to have so, a business yeah. plan because you'll do it for somebody else. Or, yeah, you know, and, and, and empower your kid to say yep. no. It's not your yeah. job to take care of everybody else. Everybody has the yep. same 24 hours. They yep. can take care of themselves. Now, if you want to help, yep. you know, you, you pay somebody car note because it's about to get impounded or repoed or something, that's something you want to do out the kindness of your heart so big. But I, what I'm saying is bleeding yourself because yeah. you feel an obligation to right. save everybody because all you're going to do is, is kill yourself and drown yourself, you know, yeah. and nobody's yeah. going to be there to help you get back on your feet. So protect yeah. your, protect you, you, you better when, you, when you're in a position to help the way you want to help, opposed to being yeah. obligated to help everybody yep. in every way. And don't cripple so. somebody else because every time they run to you, you just take care of it. That ain't going right. to hurt me then. 
You know what I mean? No. But guess what, no. Terry? You survived the first show. Man, I'm looking at the thing, and I'm like, it wasn't even a... Uh, could have gave it 20, 20, 30 more. <laughs> right, right. You get started on it, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. So, because you did the first, this is your first show, I'm going to have you close uh-huh. it out with some positive knowledge that you can kick to everybody. I would say, you know, I'm a parent, obviously, and my son, Box, but just as a parent in general, um, Find out what your kids like. Find out what your kids are passionate about. And it may not be what you think it is. You know what I mean? And it may be just that. You know what I mean? Make sure that's their goals and their passions and not yours. You know what I mean? We all influence our kids and we want to push them a certain way. And maybe we do push them to do some things early on that they don't want to do, but we have our reasons for doing that. Maybe it's to teach them some discipline or to challenge them in a different way. And that's fine. But as they're age and you pay attention and you have conversations with your kids and you learn what they're into and what they like and who they want to be, and you encourage them to be who they want to be, you know, and, and figure out how that can become successful and not – it's their life at the end of the day. You're here to guide the ship a little bit, you know, but they got to run with it. You know, they got to live with it. They got to be happy. They got to, you know, feel good about what they do day to day, man. So pay attention to that. And – uh I'll say um, we can't live through our kids. If there's things that we want to accomplish as parents, then go accomplish them. You know what I mean? At 50, at 48, 36, whatever it is, go chase your dreams. Don't 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 lay them on your on your kids. That's not you know what I mean. Don't don't make your dreams there. You know what I mean. So I'll end it with that and. Uh, we we said we weren't gonna talk about sports again, but I, it's so much that we didn't get to get it to. Like it's be so at some back. point, <laughs> yeah, at some point we probably revisit this and, yeah. and, and, and tap into some mental health or whatever else. But yeah, uh, I'm hoping everybody enjoyed episode number one, and that we can build and create a great audience and create great dialogue, and and we all can learn from each other. Yeah, because we bringing it to the table. So yeah, absolutely. We at the table, and it don't mean that what what you feel is right, wrong, or indifferent. The goal is to grow, so let's grow. Absolutely, yes, ma'am. That being said, we table. are going we are going to cha cha right on up out of here on our first show. Y'all join in with us, but good night and remember, whatever you want to discuss, bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. Share, share, share. You can't leave it alone. Oh, yeah.